Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm sorry we can't get together uh, this morning uh, because of the snow, but it's the first Sunday in 2024. And I just wanted to share my heart uh, a little bit uh, with each person uh, that's gathered around, whether it's your den or your family table, uh, about this coming new year and making it the most of it for Christ. Um, in my email box on January 1st, there was uh, just a lot of emails. Perhaps you got some of them from some of the national uh, religious groups about making the most of 2024. And uh, I took that challenge to heart and it led me to uh, Philippians chapter three, where the apostle Paul uh, really opens his heart to the people at Philippi and shares, I think, three things that were uh, most transformative in his life that resulted in joy. Now, if you've done a study in Philippians, and I think most of us have, we know that in Philippians, uh, that word joy, Paul uses it 16 times. And even when he opens Philippians chapter three, uh, which is our text, he says, he says, finally, <laughs> brothers, uh, rejoice in the Lord. That's in uh, chapter three, verse one. He says, finally, brothers, rejoice in the Lord. And he said, it's, it's not a hard thing for me to say the same things to you over and over again. And so Paul had captured joy, and he captured that joy uh, through and in his relationship to Jesus Christ. If you have your Bibles, if you'd come with me, I just want to share a few thoughts uh, this morning out of Philippians chapter 3 uh, with you. Uh, turn to Philippians chapter 3. Let's pray together this morning. Father, we thank you so much. We pray that our heart would be full of your joy, uh, as the Apostle Paul uh, says over and over again in the book of Philippians, that our joy would be full in you. And Lord, that through our little devotional this morning, uh, that you would show how we can step into that joy uh, in, a, in a greater way uh, as we pursue Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So we're in Philippians chapter three this morning, um, and let's look at a verse, uh, let's say uh, verse 15. Uh, Paul writes this, he says, let those of us who are mature think this way. That, that word for mature there is this little Greek word, teleos. And it, and it means to be uh, a complete adult, um, an adult whose heart is full of love and virtue and joy. And what's noteworthy about that one verse in verse 15, Paul says this, to, to, to think this way. And it kind of echoes that uh, those verses from uh, Romans chapter 12 to let our mind be transformed uh, by, the, by the word of God. And what Paul is specifically um, encouraging the saints is to think in a particular way. And here's the three, uh, uh, say, three keys to growing in maturity in Christ that Paul brings out in the text. First is that he uses this word count, and the second word he uses is to know, and, and the third uh, word he says is to press on. 
And I think each of those words helps us um, to walk more fully in God's joy uh, in 2024. Let's take a look at that first word, count. It's found in, in verse 7. Uh, Paul writes this, he says, but whatever, I, but whatever gain I had, I counted for the sake, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Matter of fact, he goes on and says that uh, he, he doesn't count it as loss, he just considers it garbage. And what is Paul referring to? Well, you'd have to go and read verses five and six where he goes over his lineage and his uh, religious, say, uh, excellence and his zealousness in persecuting the church and his keeping the law is flawless. And what all those things point to, verses five and six, and the thing that Paul considers not worth much is his own righteousness. And then he goes on to say, that he counts those as complete rubbish for the sake of this second word, to know Christ. The word there for know is gnosis. Uh, take a look at the next verse with me. He counts all of his self-righteousness as, as rubbish. And then in verse nine, he says, and to be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him, Jesus, in the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Paul put out the spreadsheet. He makes a spiritual assessment. On the negative side, he puts all of his self-righteousness. On the positive side, he puts all that he is in Christ, which is blameless, accepted, loved by God. What Paul counted uh, on the plus side is the imputed righteousness of Christ, uh, that he didn't have to work for God's acceptance, but through his relationship with Jesus Christ, Christ covered him in the blood, and he's accepted before God, and he doesn't have to work for it anymore. And when we look at James 2.10, James 2.10 says that if you keep all of the law but fail at one point, you're guilty of it all. And Paul came to the realization that his relationship with God was simply this. God's grace reached out to him. God loved him. And he accepted God's love and God's provision for salvation through faith in Christ. He just simply accepted it by faith. And that released a tremendous amount of joy and satisfaction in the apostle's life and he said you know what i want to know jesus not just superficially but i want to know every aspect of him his sufferings his glory his power his resurrection that is what i want my supreme goal in life to be and then the last thing that we can see in the text is uh, paul was wholeheartedly in he says, I'm going to press on. Then he says it again. I'm going to press on. Take a look at the text with me. It's found in 12 and 13. It says, not that I have already obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. Because Christ Jesus, see this? Because Christ Jesus has made me his own, that relationship that he found in faith in Christ. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to that, what lies ahead, I press on to the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So 
So that's my word to you on this 2024. Count. Make a spiritual assessment that our righteousness, our good works, doesn't compare to the grace that we receive in Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of sins, the place that he brings us into where we can have joy that's not subject to the circumstances of our life. Second thing is to know Jesus, press in. Know him in his sufferings. Know him in his power. Gnosko, know him experientially through reading the word, through worship, through prayer, by fellowshipping God's people. That's kind of like Acts 2.42 again. And lastly, press on. If you had a tough year last year, just let it go. Trust the Lord to work a new thing in your heart and in your life in 2024. I can tell you that, that uh, that's the heart that Nancy and I have for one another. Uh, that we want a future that's full of Jesus, uh, full of his joy. And that's what Nancy and I are praying for, for you in 2024. As you receive all that Jesus has for you by faith, as you know him uh, experientially deep in your heart and your soul, and finally that you'd have courage to press on and live life to the fullest in Christ. Last thing I'll say to you this morning is that uh, if Nancy and I, if we can help you do that, if the folks here, sorry, the folks here at Calvary Chapel can help you do that, just know this, that we're all in uh, to pursue Christ with all of our hearts. And so even though we can't be together <laughs> uh, this morning, I want to say to you, Happy New Year. God bless you.